guys, welcome back to Tap That Easy Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Walters. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but we have a website, tapthateasy.com. So if you've been listening to the podcast through the podcast app, great. I really appreciate that. But go check out tapthateasy.com. Each episode has a short write-up that I'm hoping will improve greatly with my man Adam Green taking over the reins with that. Um, most of the episodes, including this one, now have professional photos by my man Luke Irvin from Mixed Mercury Media. So if you're in need of professional quality photos, video, creating a badass website, or even just updating the website that you have right now, uh, like Luke did with Helton Brewery, that's heltonbrewing.com, then Luke is your guy. He's awesome to work with. His work is fantastic. So check him out on Instagram at Mixed Mercury Media. All right, let's get this episode rolling. I sat down with Justin Evans of Wondering Tortoise, Wondering Tortoise fame, and as you'll see, many other things coming soon. Trying to catch up on all the awesome things that he's doing. So let's tap into Justin Evans is taking over the world. <laughs> uh, just kidding, but for real, he's taking over. So I'm here with probably, quite possibly, the busiest man in Arizona. Is that right? <laughs> I'd say so. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. So we actually, uh, I have two guests here. So uh, first guest can introduce himself real quick. Hi. This is Justin. <laughs> Just Justin. Just Justin. You dropped the last name, didn't you? Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you ever notice that people introduce themselves by the first and last name? Yeah. I'm not that important yet. No. <laughs> I don't think I ever will be. Who do we got here with us as well? It's my daughter, Scarlett. Scarlett is chowing down. Yeah. Wondering what's happening in here. Oh, she's staring at that microphone like, <laughs> what? This thing is awesome. She might have a future in broadcasting, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, dude, what what a year it's yeah. been for you. Yeah. Like, every aspect of life, pretty much, yep. right? Yeah. Yep. So, one of the things that we connected on when we, when we first met was uh, we're both from Ohio. Yep. Both Ohio dudes. And you, you're representing. I, That's I, right. I see you representing quite Hand a lot. on the wall. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so does that make you a, does it make you a Browns fan then? Not really. No. Okay. Just a big time Buckeye. Okay. And I've always had a heart for the Cavs. Got it. Oh, yeah. If if the Browns or the Indians do well, I'm always I'm always good with that. Yeah. This year for the Browns, dude, you saw it. It's going to be huge. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, just like, whoa, out of nowhere, they can pick up Kareem Hunt now, Odell Beckham. I'm like, Choo, man, I grew up. Um, so I grew up on the Ohio, Pennsylvania border and my mom was from Pittsburgh. So mm-hmm. luckily I was, I was, I wouldn't say I was raised a Steelers fan, but my grandfather was a Steelers fan. So that's the team that I always watched. So I was pretty lucky in that aspect. Right. Well, that's why we root for the Buckeyes, right? Yeah. So we're almost never disappointed. That's true. <laughs> so it's true. Uh, ben Roethlisberger grew up in the town right next to mine in Finley, Ohio. Oh, and no he shit. people people hated him, yeah. loved him. And I think he's back to the the love again. Yeah. But oh yeah, they hated him big he time had some, for a long time. He had some hiccups. Yeah, he did, yes, to he say did. the least. Yeah. So, uh, so dude, so you grew up in Ohio. Grew up in Upper Sandusky. You said? Yep. Yeah. Yep. How did you get out here? <sighs> That's well. That's an easy. That's an easy question to answer. I picked either Phoenix, Arizona, or Southern Florida, the warmest places that I could find. Okay. <laughs> I needed a place to get out of my small town, get get some amazing weather yeah. going on. I I picked a place to go to school. So several little things, and I had some friends moving out here from Ohio. So 
I'm like, yep, I guess we're going to Phoenix. Without ever being here? Yep. I yeah. I packed two suitcases, hopped on a plane, first time ever on a plane, and just moved across the country. Wow. First time ever on a plane, first time ever in Phoenix. You're like, that's where I'm moving. Yep. <laughs> yeah. When they when they picked me up from the airport, because my friends had got out here first, they yeah. drove out here. I, I will never forget driving from the airport down the 51. I'm like, what is going on? Seeing you know, the, the Phoenix mountains preserve and yeah. looking at the, the surrounding area. I was like, I thought this was just a big flat desert. Yeah. Right. Well, same with me. I moved out here. I did. I, I had never been out here. I had some family moved out here and, um, yeah, dude, no, nothing was happening for me in Ohio. My dad's like, Hey dude, I'll, let's, let's pack your car up. Let's move out to Arizona. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> but I never knew either. I thought I just, I pictured like just flat land tumbleweeds and that's it right like spaghetti western style yep and then you see all these mountains we came in i don't know if when you came in uh when i drove down from flagstaff by the time we got here it was dark so i didn't see anything like I, I could see the lights on south mountain and that was it and then the next day we drove back in the into the city i was like holy shit there's mountains here yeah <laughs> you know? it's crazy yeah, yeah. And same with flagstaff right people yeah. people kind of when they talk about Arizona, they, they're really talking about Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. You know, we were, we were in Flagstaff yesterday yeah. and just snow covered. And I, I feel like I haven't seen that scene in a long time. Just snow covered pines yeah. everywhere. It was so beautiful. Yeah. But it's amazing. It is. I, I, it's my favorite state. Yeah. Dude, I love it too. I love it. Like I, I've been, when did you move out here? What year? 2010. Okay. Yeah. So I was 2007. Um, didn't take me long to realize like, yeah, this is home. This is, this is where I want to be. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, well, it's cool too about like Flagstaff is you get the snow, but then it's like clear skies. That's right. what we, we, not, we no gloom. That in Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, we had that gray cloud for yep. like six months a year. I yeah. just had that conversation yesterday. Like, yeah. It's so beautiful huge out. difference the sun the sun makes a difference it yeah. does absolutely man so well what are we drinking here so you poured us some uh some pretty awesome stuff am i allowed to drink this yet yeah all right <laughs> uh take a look at the can it's a monkish and other half collab oh dude that's like uh that's like a match made in heaven oh that's actually the name of the beer match made in heaven just kidding no <laughs> is it really no, no that'd be perfect <laughs> match <though>. made in heaven <laughs> yeah uh it doesn't uh doesn't have a name i don't think trickle down Tikunomics, yeah, trickle down Tikunomics, double dry hop, double IPA, dude. Just the smell of this. Cheers, buddy. Do you guys all hear that? Hear the clinking click. of the glasses? We should have click. put up a microphone just for the glass click. Uh, so you come out to Arizona. Um, wh where did you go to school? Anthem College. Okay. Which no longer exists. I got a paralegal degree from there. That's when I thought my career path. Uh, was going to be being a lawyer. Okay. And I got through two years of school and I, I realized that's not what I wanted to do. And I, I'd been a food and beverage guy for my whole career and through school. So seeing, seeing that and what, what that was going to lead to, you know, sitting behind a desk and yeah. not really doing what I love. I, I kept on with food and beverage now for 15 years. Dang, you know? dude. Yeah. So when you say doing what you love, did you know that that's what you loved at the time? Or you knew you just didn't love that? I I enjoyed kind of the, the freeness of, of food and beverage and 
and working at that time I was still working in a pizza restaurant. Okay. And it was easy, you know, just it, it was, it was simple. Sometimes I miss those days, but then (laughs) I, I realize I do not, um, you miss them, but you don't. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It, it was such a, you know, with, with doing that, my, my first job in Ohio, I worked there for five years. There's a little pizza place called East of Chicago. Okay. And I was the GM at 17. So I've always been kind of that go getter. Okay. And there, there came a point, you know, I decided, all right, I'm just going to do this for myself. Little hustle and hard work, you know, a lot. Yeah. A lot. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and it hasn't eased up at all for you either, right? No, no. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so you're at Anthem college, you're, you go for your paralegal. Um, and so then you, you kind of double down on, on the food and beverage kind of like, Hey, this is, this is it. This is what I'm going to go for. Yep. Yeah. While, while I was going to school, I worked three jobs. So I worked at two pizza places. I was delivering at a pizza place up in North Scottsdale. Okay. I worked at a Costco, the one up in North Scottsdale, and then I worked for the other pizza place in downtown Phoenix. So all over the place. Damn, Just man. Because, <laughs> you know, that around that time, our our economy still wasn't what it is now. Sure. It's, it's changed drastically. So I was getting maybe 20 or 30 hours at each location. So I'm like, I gotta, I gotta work. Yeah. Um, I, I came to the point where, you know, working for Costco, you, you hear the, the joys of working for Costco and how great of a company it is. And it is, it's fantastic. I, I wouldn't give that up for anything, just the structure and, and learning that corporate mentality that, that was instilled in me. I only worked there for three years. But that was when I decided, you know, I couldn't, people up in, in North Scottsdale aren't always the friendliest <laughs> and moving from Ohio to yeah, seeing that it's, true. it's culture shock, yeah. you know, <laughs> just so c- confused as to why somebody would treat you that way Yeah, and just the rude nature. So, you know, I remember daydreaming while I worked for Costco, I, I was like, I need to, I need to do something for myself. So I picked my favorite brewery at the time and not necessarily because of their beer, but I I loved the place. And back in the day, they used to have an awesome selection of, of outsourced beer, but it was Oso back when it was just Oso Arcadia. Oh yeah. Okay. The single location, original location. Yeah. uh, Such a blast. So I remember going in there to eat and have a couple drinks and I just struck up a conversation and next thing you know, I had a job the next week. So I, I just quit everything and started working for, for Oso quit those three, the three, uh, yep. Costco yep. and the two pizza. Places. I think I yeah. worked at Costco for maybe another two weeks. Okay. I'm like, I'm, I'm in my early mid twenties. I don't, I don't need insurance. You yeah. Know? That's, that's kind of the, that's, I feel like that's the selling point with Costco. I have friends that yeah. I work there with that still work there. One just visited me at tortoise the other day. Yeah. They're all just blown away. You know? That's awesome, man. Well, I, I think too what happens is um, I don't know if it was the same in the town you grew up, but you find you find a job that has great benefits and pays pretty pretty well. That can be a curse, right? Because you're stuck, dude. Right? It's like there's nowhere else I can go. You know? Well, it's small town mentality too, right? Right? Yeah. All all of my family live back in Ohio. Yeah. In you know within. 
four square miles of each right. other. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's comfortable. Yeah. And do you, do you want that or do you want to experience life a little, yeah. you know, take some risks? Yeah. Right. It's, it's funny that I say that too, because I had this, this idea in my head forever that, man, I don't ever want to go back and the Midwest isn't for me. But as, as I got older and my wife being from Iowa, we, we spent a lot of time back in Iowa over the summer and we actually, we were dating long distance. So we were seeing each other, you know, two or three times a month, Okay. but getting to experience the Midwest again over the last summer, obviously meeting a lot of awesome people. They say, they say Iowan, Iowan people are, are the nicest of the Midwesterners. Yeah. It's called Iowa nice. Iowa nice. Yeah. <laughs> really? Just, just winding down and, and fishing on the river with the dogs out in the raccoon river, just the, the corn and the fields, you know, I, I fell back in love with the Midwest. Yeah. I won't ever go back, but <laughs> yeah. to, to live, but sure. we discuss potentially having a home back in the Midwest yeah. in a few years. It's, it's awesome. It is, man. It, it will, cause you, you, you tend to go back. Um, so I, my wife and I grew up both in the Midwest. I grew up in Ohio. I mean, I, some people consider it the Midwest. Some people it is. It is. If you look at a map, it's the Midwest. Exactly. Yeah. And, and more so it's, it's the way of living in the mentality. Exactly. That's, that's yeah. Midwest. That's a good way to put it. Yep. Um, so she's from, my wife's from Ohio or, uh, from Minnesota. So we go back to Minnesota and she grew up in like, um, you know, resort area, right? The county of like a thousand lakes. And I grew up at like a suburb of Youngstown, like, you know, the worst heroin addiction in the country, right? Probably still. Oh, big time. It's huge. Like it's, it's real bad. Um, it wasn't quite as bad. It was more mafia and like gangs back then, you know, so a little safer in some aspects, but, uh, but yeah, so, but we go back to Minnesota and it's like, dude, this is it, when we go back in the summer, right? You know, you go back to Iowa, you go back to Minnesota in the winter, you're not going to no. fall in love with that no. place again. Right? <laughs> yeah. So you can't wait to be back out of it. Exactly. But those summer months, dude, that is like, dude, like this is like you said, you know, going out on the lake on a pontoon or whatever it is. And it's just like, dude, this is so having a place would be better than just m completely up and moving back. Yeah. Right? Cause then you can leave when, when shit hits the fan. Yep. <laughs> you know what yep. I mean? Yeah. So, okay. So you're, you, so then you quit those three jobs and now you're at Oso. And that was the first, the first brewery, the beer job yep. that you had. Yeah. Yep. And you know, I, I real quick, I have to compliment Oso on what they've been doing. I'm, I'm very impressed. They, they hired a gentleman named Brody who used to work for, he was the head brewer for Madhouse Brewing in Des Moines, Iowa. Oh, interesting. And I remember tasting his beers and was just blown away. You know, he was known for his big stouts, his big barrel aged stouts, his yeah. sours, barrel aged sours. And he took on that job. Uh, I think his position with, with Oso is barrel master and like specialty now? beer pro program. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So yeah. some of the beers recently Yeah. and not just, not just what he's doing. Their, their IPAs are tasting a lot better than they used to be. Yeah. Um, so good on them. I'm, yeah. I'm proud of them. And those guys are all still, still friends of mine, John is, is a huge, uh, huge inspiration for me. He's a, he's a great dude. Yeah. He's from Michigan, but 
we'll forgive him for that. <laughs> right. um, the disgust on your face. I wish Luke would have got a picture of that. Like, oh, I'm just from Michigan. Yeah. Um, and anyway, um, Oso, you know, Oso back man, five, five, almost six years ago when it was just Oso Arcadia used to pull in some amazing beer. I remember drinking Jolly Pumpkin on draft and, oh, really? and drinking, you know, just the, some of the best early sours and big stouts, uh, to be distroed in Arizona and they crushed it. But I, I loved working there. That was one of the most amazing jobs I'd ever had. And the staff, my coworkers were, were fantastic. Yeah. One guy who works for me now at Tortoise, I've worked with him for almost six years oh, at really? this point. Okay. So, so from there, I got an opportunity to be a part of the pig concepts, uh, the pigs meow you know, okay. years ago. Yeah. Um, and I, they came to me and they wanted me to join the crew and they offered a small percentage of the business. So I consulted with John, the owner of Oso. Yeah. And he's like, do it. He's like, go, go take that opportunity. So that was when I got to really put my stamp on the beer scene, in my opinion. Okay. Um, I was such a fan, you know, going to California so often and drinking all this amazing beer. And then, you know, just, I think when you're well-traveled and you, you get to see what's outside, you, you realize that why, why can't we do that or, or can we do that? And that's kind of, that's kind of what I realized. So maybe we as an Arizona, yes, like, yeah. correct. Yep. And from, from then until now it's, it's, it blows my mind. But anyway, you know, I, I started sourcing some awesome beers over there and putting together an awesome list. I bought wine over there too. So I, I really got to experience the wine side of things. And that was fantastic. That was a huge turning point in yeah. my career. I worked with amazing people. Sam, who works for me now, okay. I worked with him over there. The guy I worked with at Oso. Um, I got to meet a lot of amazing people. You know, and, and Tortoise, I think a lot of people, they don't, they don't really know my background. They think that Tortoise came out of nowhere. And, and Tortoise, I, I owe some success to Tortoise, to, to the pig's meow. Oh, and okay. the pig concepts. Okay. You say um, pig concepts. What do you mean? Pig con like uh, the whining pig. A whining pig. Okay. So, gotcha. So that's uh, that. That business is it's it's a franchise like business now. Okay. The gentlemen that own it now are are opening you know identical locations around sure. around town, and I believe yep. they want to start moving out of state. Oh, really? So okay. I refer to it as pig concepts okay. because Makes not sense, yeah. Not all of them are called Whining Pig. I think yeah. they have a concept called Pigtails. Oh, yeah. Pigtails, the cocktail bar. Yeah. Yep, up so, at Desert Ridge. Yeah. So my mind goes to concepts yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. You know? Okay. It makes sense. I thought that's what you were talking about. I yep. just wanted to clarify. Yeah. Um, so just uh, you being part of that and you, you if it, I don't know if this is the right word, but curating the, the, the drink list. Curating that, is correct. Yeah. yeah. So so you, um, you, you found something there. It's like, dude, I like this. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, Again, you know, circling back, I, I got to meet a lot of awesome people. Um, 
patrons, uh, employees, um, Shay, who is my business partner at the wandering tortoise. Yeah. That's where him and I met. Okay. And you know, we, we had so many long conversations at, at pig about how, you know, I wanted to do something else and do my own thing. Yeah. How he wanted to get outside of LGO where he was the executive chef and oh, do, right. do something himself and own his own business. And, you know, he, he loved what I had put together at pig, um, from, from the beverage side of things, you know, with, with the beers that we were sourcing, the wines we were sourcing. And I, I remember, I, I'll always remember this. I, I had one, one final conversation with him. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm doing this and I'm going to start looking. And I think I'm going to work with these other gentlemen on a concept in maybe Gilbert. And he said, no, we're going to work together. Uh, so then it was all, it, it, it all stemmed from there. Yeah. Um, and we, you know, we put, we put our own money into it. We, we put a lot of money on credit cards. We, we took a small personal loan and we did everything we could to get it open. We actually, when it, when it was very serious was when I looked at a space on 28th street in Indian school over in the Sprouts parking lot. Oh, gotcha. And I was like, Hey, I looked at the space and he's like, okay, I guess we're, I guess we're moving. Yeah. And that actually didn't work out, uh, because Sprouts had, uh, no compete, non-compete and they didn't want another place selling beer in that strip mall. Like even like just because obviously they don't have taps on it. Sprouts. Yeah. It's not like a fries or something like <laughs> well, that. Yeah. Well, I told them, you know, I was like, let, let them know that we're not selling any kind of grocery store beer as oh, yeah. I refer to it. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's still, I mean, there's still great beer in grocery yeah. stores, but we know the brands sure. that I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, so we, we wasted about three months trying to negotiate that deal. We were really drug around on that. Yeah. And, and we rushed to find something else a couple stipulations. We wanted to be on Indian school. Okay. Uh, we wanted to be West on Indian school and, um, some, somewhere okay. still appealing to, you know, my customer base at pig. Yeah. So we, Shay actually found the space on Indian school. They just put up a for rent sign, I think that day or the day before. And he said, Hey, come look at this space me living right around the corner. I was like, oh, I don't know yeah, because they didn't have any, it didn't have any parking. Oh, gotcha. And the parking. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We, we walked the space. Uh, we, we knew the space in the center of the building. So okay. there's three suites in the building. Yeah. We knew that that was going to become available. Uh, we saw the, the dirt lot around back and I think it was, you know, three to five days later we signed a lease oh, and we got going. Um, and, you know, we, we started with that original space with the 1200 square feet. Yeah. Uh, and we did really, really well and expanded into the center space within 11 months. And that, you know, that worried me because I worried about taking away from the feel of the space. You know, I was like this, this little intimate space. Oh, you mean of opening up that middle? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was going to be too big. That was the only thing I worried about. And then suddenly, you know, within, within a week, I'm like, this is, 
this is fantastic. Yeah. You know, just the, the amount of traffic we were getting, the amount of people saying, you know, we, we would skip coming here on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, because it was so busy and so packed. And that's, that's when we really kind of expressed what we could do with, with our business and in that space. Um, and you know, within, within that first two years, the, the beers we were able to get, the relationships we made. Yeah. Um, it's, it's been incredible stuff, stuff that I never imagined would happen. You know, the, the first time we got Pueblo Vida in there, that it just, it still blows my mind to this day. And how were you able to, cause I wanted to ask you about okay. that. Cause dude, you get like the stuff you get. I'm like, I remember going, um, one of the first, I don't want to say one of the first times I went there, but I remember going there one time and you guys had one of the dirty hop waters, like in cans. I'm like, dude, like $5 for, for a can of dirty hop water. Like, dude, like just the fact that you had, you know, stuff that you, you still have stuff that nobody gets. So how you are like a master relationship builder or something, right? Well, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a Midwestern thing, right? Sure. Yeah. And I'm. What I, what I truly care about at the end of the day, and I repeat myself a lot on this, is just the people that I get to meet. If you think about it, I think people kind of – there's a lot of money-driven business owners, and they forget the little things and, and getting to, to meet their patrons and the people who keep you in business. Sure. You know? Yeah. So I, I – that's, that's always my answer. I'm like I I do this. I I like talking to people and yeah. and and having those little conversations. And that's that that stems to the beer side of things. You know, with Pueblo Vida, how that eventually happened is they chose us. You know, they came into the space and their crew visited several times and we just hit it off. You know, and and they got to see our space and they got to see the beer list. My friend LJ, who used to brew for Pueblo, who brews for Hill Farmstead. This I'll never forget this compliment because it was one of the biggest I've ever received. He's like, "This is the best uh, and, and most curated beer list I've ever seen." Wow. So I got a text from Lynette, who's one of the owners. It's Kyle and Lynette. Yeah, and she asked, "Hey, do you want to do you want to uh, get some of our beer on draft?" I just lost it. I kind of like, yelled is this a joke. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. And I think it was in preparation for their three-year anniversary. They knew that uh, the Phoenix crowd really supported their beer and their brewery, and they wanted to kind of give back and promote their anniversary and give back to those people that drove down to to always pick up cans yeah. from them and drink in their tap room. Which I was one of those people, yeah. you know, because I, <laughs> yeah. I, I still do that. I, yeah. I'm, I'm at Pueblo, Wren, Wilderness, Dark Sky, all, all the places, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's, there have been, there have been breweries whose beer I've received from, you know, getting to meet them at like Wakefest in Florida or different beer events and they're, or, or visiting the brewery. But there's also been breweries where, I receive beer from them, from, from them coming into the tap room. And they're like, this place is cool. You know, yeah. it's, it's got a good vibe, good service. And they knew they'd be in a good, 
good crowd of of taps. People that can appreciate it too. Yep. Right. Yeah. Like um, Winslow from Pure Project. That's what happened with him. And then my buddy Pete, that owns uh, Mumford, Pete Mumford. Same thing with him. He's actually he's going to send out some beer for the Sleepy Whale opening. Oh, which is pretty huge. Dude, that's real huge. Yeah, his beers yeah. are fantastic. I've never had a Mumford beer. Yeah. I can't wait for you to try. I know. I can't wait. Either. They're yeah. they're one of the best breweries in in Southern California. He's in the downtown L.A. area. Okay. And I think some of his beers really stand up with with Monkish. He 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 does a fantastic job. Think we need a break for her. Yeah, let's take a break. Okay, cool. (laughs) Okay, so we just took a break to get something to drink, and uh, we just met two of the namesakes to two of my favorite beers. Awesome. Right? Yeah. 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 (laughs) We met uh, Coda. Yeah. Who who is Coda? King Coda. King Coda. So Coda's my my oldest dog, my yellow lab. Yeah. Uh, We brewed a beer with the shop in honor of Coda called King Coda. That was a... Hazy IPA. Fantastic. Yes. Hazy IPA. Yes. yes. Yeah. Those guys are really catching their stride. They've done some excellent stuff. I agree. Stuff. Yeah. And then you've got Pearl, who we named Good Girl Pearl after with uh, Renhouse. Yep. Hazy Triple IPA. That beer was fantastic, too. Um, and we also named... So Zeke doesn't have a beer named after him yet. <laughs> we need to get that going. Yes. Yeah. But uh, we just did another beer with the shop called super duper king mister oh that was you that's named right. after shay's uh one of his jack russells ah dude that's awesome it's very cool that's a great beer too yeah man th- those guys are the the desert dolphins and uh super duper king mister like they're they've, yeah. they've hit something there yeah, yeah they're um, doing great i think desert dolphins has been my favorite beer so far from them i, I agree i love our collabs obviously but sure Desert Dolphins was great. Taking out the the personal aspect of it. Yep. It's, yeah, yep. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Well, um, so we got a collab here too, and because I, I want to talk to you about your collabs because you've done quite a few. But um, what are we drinking here? So this is amazing. Yeah, this is called Devour the Sun. It's a collab between Superstition Meadery and Horus. So this is uh, a mead aged for twelve months in bourbon barrels, and it's just. I mean, we're all kind of sitting around looking at it. It smells like bourbon, and it tastes like this just big, rich, decadent mead. And I I feel like you have collabs often enough that you can tell who who's shining in the collab. Usually, the where, where the 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 product is made, that's the brewery or or the meadery that shines through. Where this. It's such a good balance of superstition metery and Horus. Yeah. Because Kyle at Horus just makes these most the most amazing, rich, decadent, adjunct, sweet stouts, superstition metery. They do everything well. They really do. And yeah. They they are able to accomplish you know, they could they could make a dozen meads and they all taste completely different. Yeah. And, and like something you've never had in your life, you know, and I think it's just, it's such a great balance that barrel aroma and flavor, the aroma is big, the flavor is slight and it's, it, it has that complexity of the barrel, but the, the mead and just the, 
the flavor and the taste is so rich and perfect it is it's good it's really good i'm dreaming i know i'm I'm like dreaming right now i'm like in your eyes like looking in your eyes like oh man he's nailing it this is perfect yeah well dude the the thing about superstition meadery too is first of all anytime you ask somebody if they have mead unless unless they've experienced superstition they're like oh yeah yeah i've had mead yeah at a renaissance festival or something like no you have not had mead and then you taste their stuff i call it i call it your your dad's closet mead right yeah that's what people think of mead (laughs) as yeah there's a reason why these guys were rewarded the top 100 beverage maker one of the top 100 beverage makers in the world because of this yeah you know and recently they they uh they released la petite mort that was a huge accomplishment for myself i was kind of the networker and middleman on that i got toppling goliath to send out four assassin barrels for superstition meadery to throw some meat in Ooh. did you try that no i need to i need to look around see if we can <laughs> find something i think i might have an open bottle it's nice, ridiculous nice. dude i love i need to we need to do a weekly episode here yeah right so we can come in and you can okay just, we can i'm crack, good with it <laughs> yeah, it'll open. be my wind wind down period i yeah, love it there you go uh well so the collaborations you've done several collaborations yeah right i mean what, what are some of the ones um that that are the highlights for you i mean i know you don't want to leave anybody out but yeah like so what are some <clears> of your favorites well i think you know in in our first two years at tortoise we we did several uh, we've done collabs with Superstition Meadery, with Arizona Wilderness, with Ren House, um, with The Shop, uh, Dark Sky, Persian Beer. I'm probably missing someone. But but our two-year anniversary collabs, we did... Oh, that's right. We did a lot. We yeah. did... We packaged a collab with Arizona Wilderness, yeah. with Ren House, with Persian so wandering in the wilderness uh good girl pearl and desert oasis then we also did a collab with rowley we're all huge fans of them yeah oh Um, yeah we did a a strawberry sour which was unbelievable terrapin transit we did a collab with superstition meadery we just blended a bunch of stuff together it was fantastic (laughs) yeah and we did we did one uh, oh Oh, I, I don't know why I always forget this, but we did a collab with Modern Times, Technodrome. Oh, Technodrome. Yeah. Okay. The first, the first tap room that they've done, or beer bar that they've done a collab with, and that was really cool. Wow, we did it on the awesome. LA system. Ah, oh, no shit, dude. Yeah. Well, you're you're a big supporter of Modern Times. Yeah. Like, yeah. We love those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do too, dude. They make some <laughs> great shit. Yeah. Well, so all right. So I know we're both on limited time, and we, there's some things I really want to talk yeah, about. Let's I, I think we we should we we'll, we'll do a part two. <laughs> we'll get something more yeah, in depth. Yeah. But you've got some things coming up. Yes. Right? So right now yes. you got the the tortoise. Things are going well with the tortoise. Um, I, I think that's an understatement. Probably. Right? Yeah, <laughs> things yeah, are going yeah. very well. So what's coming up? Um, well, touching base on tortoise real quick, yeah. you know, we just purchased the, uh, piece of land right next to us to the, uh, west of us oh. used to be a car wash. Yeah. So now we have parking Yeah, and, yeah. and I feel like we are at nearing our prime, I should say okay. in, in being able to, uh, give our customers every little thing that they need. Yeah. Um, so 
it, as you know, I'm working on the Sleepy Whale, which is a concept in downtown Chandler. Uh, it's it's going to be in an old garage, huge building. I mean, yeah, it's in, I've in, seen the pictures, dude. That it's, looks amazing. It's beautiful. Yeah. My goal would be to always work on a concept in freestanding buildings, in old buildings like that that have the character yeah. where we can keep a piece of the original space and make you feel like you're you're in this like industrial remodeled but but kind of historic space sure. um so we're putting in huge garage doors all over that space uh it's going to be the same square footage as tortoise but it feels bigger because the ceilings are much higher right we're going to put in a thousand square foot patio oh, nice that that was a space that i was approached about and I looked at it and I was like, this is just fantastic. Yeah. So I couldn't, I couldn't say no to that. Yeah. Um, so you didn't even have anything in mind. You were just, you just saw that like, as far as like, I'm looking for a place for, for sleepy whale. You it, just, you didn't have any concept of mind that that just came. It, it, and you know what? I wasn't, I wasn't in a huge rush okay. to do something yeah. for me. I, it, it, it's like anything in life. If it feels right and it's not, it's not forced then I'm, I'm on board. Yeah. And that's, that's what happened with sleepy whale. And you know, now I, now I have the, not pressure, but the, I, I don't know. I want to, I want to do something bigger and different. The fire. You yes. Have the, the fire. fire. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and I, I want to appeal to the Southeast Valley and all of the Arizona beer crowd, which we've done at wandering tortoise, but you know, there are things kind of circling back to our conversation earlier, like bringing in cerebral or Mumford or Barntown from Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah. Can't wait for you to try some of their stuff. I do. We did uh we were at uh Red yeah. house. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I did a episode with Pete and dude, there was it the mango step aside, let the mango yeah. through. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> dude, That was so good. Damn. Yeah. There, I forgot. I apologize. Oh yeah, yeah, no worries. Good people, yeah, and fantastic beer. Um, coffee. I'm bringing in Mostra coffee, Peixoto coffee. They're local. Ooh, nice. In my opinion, they might be the best. The best coffee in in Arizona. I've I had love. them once, and I can't disagree. It's it's, <laughs> it's fantastic. So yeah. All, yeah, bringing all those relationships in, sure. and bringing the you know making the phone calls. Um, so Sleepy Whale is close. We're we're planning for something at the end of March or early April. Okay. We're very close. Gotcha. Um and the space is just turning out really to to be really nice. Um from there, I'm working on a space in downtown Phoenix on Roosevelt Row. Okay. I acquired the old short leash hot dog space. So that's on First Ave and or for, excuse me, First Street and Roosevelt. Okay. In in the heart of things. Right close to the, you were telling me the new uh, wilderness. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're adjacent and we, we're going to work really well together. Yeah. We're, we're excited to provide spaces with such walkability yeah. and, you know, bring, bring that uniqueness of wilderness and the uniqueness of my concepts together. Roosevelt Row is a beautiful area of town. Yeah. The re redevelopment down there is amazing. Uh, the, the history of Roosevelt row is amazing in there. Even though the development is, is going crazy down there. You still see a lot of the artists and the artwork yeah. happening yep. and they're working on art 
for current spaces. I'll actually be putting a giant mural on that building. Nice. Uh, and I'll have that done by a local artist that is probably specific to the Roosevelt row area. We haven't okay. picked anyone yet Yeah, because it's, it's overwhelming sure. seeing their artwork. Yeah. So yeah. we're like, damn it. Do I have to yep, pick just one? Yep. Yeah. Maybe collaboration, right? Yeah. Collaboration yeah. art. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, that space, I, I believe in catering to certain areas. Uh, the downtown area and right there doesn't really have any retail options. So I'm going to make that a heavy retail nice. location. Obviously some awesome taps down there. Yeah. Um, and, and really cater to that downtown area as well as get people to travel to the downtown area. Yeah. That's what wilderness has done. Yeah. You know, they've been so busy out the gate because they're wilderness. John and Pat are so creative and they know how to build an awesome brand, which they've done. Yeah. So that's going to yep. be fantastic. Yep. And that space is awesome too. Yeah. Like it's just oh my like God. all outside. Like, I mean, it's, you're downtown, but I don't know. It's interesting. You feel like it, but you don't feel like it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's just mm -hmm. with the fire pits and everything and that and their beers. Like, come on. I've right? been down there eight <laughs> times so far. <laughs> They've been over for like seven days. Right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. And then, you know, as I just told you, I am going to be acquiring hops on birch, Flat which staff. is such a, such a dream come true for me. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. That there, I do have a lot in my plate. And that opportunity presented itself. And I said yes, almost instantly yeah. after wife's approval. Right. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold that on. was, it was 95%. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I was a little nervous to tell her, yeah. but, um, I, you know, hops for me is a place I've been going since they've been open and Kyle, the founder and, and person I'm acquiring it from, he's been a great friend. He has, he has done something awesome up there. It's a destination. And I think you can tell when people are, you know, they've lost interest or don't have quite the drive anymore. And Kyle, Kyle will be the first to admit that he, he wants to get out of the business and, you know, go to flight school and he's a pilot currently. Okay. I think he's getting his helicopters pilot's license. So he's, he's going to pursue that gotcha. or just move to Mexico. I don't know what yeah. he's going to do. <laughs> right. Buy a helicopter, yep. fly to Mexico, yep. and then we'll figure it out from there. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that will be official tomorrow, which is March 15th. So if you're listening to us, this probably already happened. Yep. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so crazy because they, you know, they're seven years old as of March 6th uh, and with all of this happening, you know, as I said earlier, acquiring a business is not moving into a business and, and taking over. I, I am opening a brand new business. Yeah. You know, that's LLC, uh, operating agreement, um, getting, you know, security set in place, getting paperwork from employees, existing employees, all the tax stuff. And it's been crazy, yeah. but, but I'm getting it done. Yeah, and nice. that's all the fun part of it, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so it, already I've I've made some phone calls. We're gonna get people like Arizona Wilderness up there, Pueblo Vida. I got some rent house up there. Uh, we're gonna do a collab with Dark Sky. Oh, nice man. I brought a keg of Ponder up from Tucson. A keg of yes, Ponder. Wow. Yes. Okay. From Pueblo Vida. Yeah. And that'll be their first ever beer on draft and Flagstaff. Nice. And they're, they are so excited yeah. to be 
in Flagstaff and have that presence and obviously support me. Yeah. We are, they're just some of my best friends and, and they're so generous to us. So that's exciting. Yeah. And Ponder, I'm sure you read, no. is named after the Ponderosa pine tree. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Cause the can is the, yep, the, the tree rings. rings. Yeah. Yeah. So very fitting. Something yeah. is telling me that yeah. it's meant to be. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, with that, the staff is pretty great. Uh, I, I introduced myself to everyone and got to meet everyone and I'm excited to work with them. I hired a gentleman named Anthony Onofrio who has worked for me previously and was, uh, uh, currently working for superstition metery. Okay. He worked for them for two years. So he's going to help me run it. He's going to be my bar manager up there. Such a hardworking guy. Nice. And he's going to make that transition really nice. And, you know, to have somebody I can trust up there is great. Yeah. And to the team. portray the, the vision of what we're trying to do here. Yeah. Um, we're planning uh, an anniversary slash uh, ownership takeover April 13th. Okay. So we're going nice. to get an extension of premise. Well, we're working on that. And we're going to shut down the parking lot and just have a ridiculous tap list up there. Yeah, nice man. And then, you know, before then we're going to, we're going to remodel. We're, we're having Ryan and Laramie who own dark sky doing that remodel. And they're, they're fitting me in between getting pizza Coletta yeah. into their space. That's huge for them. Big things going on. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so exciting. We, you know, we've talked a lot about being able to be neighbors and partner up and, it's fun to work with like-minded people. I'm, yeah. I'm so fortunate, you know, to be, be close to Arizona wilderness downtown, to be close to dark sky up there yeah. and, and push that same vision of just better product and trying to better a scene that's yeah. been lacking for a little bit. Yeah, dude, you're doing, you're going good stuff with it for sure, man. Yes. Yeah, yeah yes. absolutely. Uh, and ju just your fridge alone is, it's blowing me away. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's hard not to just like pull out five cans a night. Oh it's like, yeah. I, I'm just going to pick something. Yeah. You, a lot of that is just gifts yeah. from friends. Um, I have beer in there from Texas, uh, from a friend of mine who's up visiting. I have beer in there from Florida. What's I'm, from Texas? I've got spindle tap. Okay. Uh, tubs brewing. Uh, Chester King. I was going to ask about Chester King. That's at tortoise on draft. You got it on the, on draft or I yeah. knew you guys did the tap takeover, yeah. but dude, that's, yeah. I, they, they changed the game for me. Big like time. when I went and saw that place and got a tour, it was that cool. Um, uh, Jeff, the, the founder actually gave us a personal tour. So to hear just his passion and, and, and what's going on there, dude, 165 acre farm. And I'm all about Arizona beer and, and like that's, that's my heart. But Jester King did something special. <laughs> you know, it just opened up my eyes to the, to the wild ale concept. They're it was like so wow. unique. Yeah, absolutely. And they're, you know, I, I think of people like Jester King or DeGard and, and these breweries that are doing, they're doing something different. Yeah. We know the trends of craft beer. Sure. We know yeah. hazy IPAs, kettle sours, adjunct stouts. And I see a lot of that, you know, one trendy brewery does something, the rest follow. Yeah. And I like it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's great. Everybody gets to put their spin on things. What we, what we lack is that, that creativity and difference sometimes. Yeah. Somebody, that trailblazer, right? Yes. Yeah. Somebody like Jester King. Yeah. Nobody's 
doing that. No. You know? And same with Degard. Nobody's doing that. What is Degard? They're a brewery in Tillamook, Oregon. Okay. So right. they do they do a lot of uh, cool ship, spontaneous nice. fermentation. Okay. They, the owners took air samples up and down the coast to see what yeast and bacteria in the air would ferment and potentially sour their beer. It's very sour. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> and uh, they picked Tillamook, Oregon. If yeah. you ever have the chance, go there. I'm going to make it a chance. I'm going to make it a destination. It yeah. would be like being at Jester King. You yeah. Know, you're just like this. You're at this brewery. It seems like in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by fields and just beautiful scenery. Yeah. It's awesome. Nice, man. I love nice. it. I got a list of places here now that from you. So, <laughs> Well, dude, hey, I know you got to get to a meeting. Uh, we've got to get to a meeting. Dude, great talking to you, man. I'm glad I finally yeah. got you on the show. I feel like we need we need round two here soon. Oh, absolutely. I, th- I feel like we need like a mini series. Yeah. I need to get you up to Hops and we'll, uh, yeah. we'll have a little conversation up there. Dude, I... I I'm down with that. I am always looking for a reason to go to Flagstaff. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> now you got some some good beer to drink up in Flag. Yeah. It's dude, awesome. I'm I'm excited for you. I'm excited for me too. <laughs> Out, outside of Dark Sky, I must say. Yeah, yeah, yes, actually. Yes. You know, the, I I like the I like the scene up there. I like being able to walk to all the places. Um I mean, got like seven in the downtown area yeah. of the breweries, you know yeah. what I mean? And uh but dude, I'm ex- I'm excited to to have to be able to go up there, go to a brewery. Go to, I don't know if you're going to take the dartboard down and hop some birch, but no. leave that up. <laughs> uh, the music stays in the darts. Stay. Yeah, that's, nice. that's a, a part of who the place is. Heck yeah. Awesome, man. And drinking some Pueblo Vita while I'm playing yeah. darts. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks, dude. Of course. Um, you guys know where to. If you're listening to a podcast, you know how to look up all these places, right? So we got Sleepy Whale, we got Wandering Tortoise, Hops on Birch, and then the, uh, the Mystery Downtown one, right? It's called The Theodore. The Theodore? Named after the man himself, uh, Theodore Roosevelt. Uh, oh, okay. Yes. Nice. Uh, that logo is going to be awesome. I have Saywell's design, Ryan, oh, nice. who does all of yep. Pueblo's can designs. He's going to be working on a logo, and it's yeah. going to be awesome. Dude, I can't wait to see that. Yes. Awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Guys, thanks for listening to the show. Make sure you check out uh, one of Justin's places. Wandering Tortoise, Sleepy Whale coming soon, Hops on Birch, and I'm sure that uh, there's some about six more that are opening up soon. Uh, guaranteed to have one of the best beer selections you've ever seen. So make sure that you tell them that Tap That Easy sent you. Also, shout out to my Patreons, Chris Odom, Marcus Pena, Jim Flager, and my newest Patreon supporter, Gerardo Jaime. Gerardo's been a huge supporter of this show since the beginning. Truly appreciate him as a supporter and friend. So, Cheers, buddy. And always remember, stay awesome. Estoy tan enamorado de la negra Tomasa Y cuando se va de casa, triste me pongo Estoy tan enamorado de mi negra preciosa Y cuando se va de casa, triste me pongo